Live from the second floor of the AC building. This is live from AC Second. Guys, it's a round table. Let's go. Let's do it. It is a round table. Uh, you told us to be high energy, actually, which I think is funny. And you said, don't be NPR like, because literally just the other day in the car, what do my you son mean and NPR I, like? what? what do you mean NPR like? Well, just kind exactly, of sober and, and soft. And, my 11 year old said to me in the car, we were listening to the current and he said, mom, these people always sound so down. Like they're not, they're not like peppy and excited. Would you, would you be peppy if you had to, on a semi-regular basis, ask people for your paycheck? No, probably not. But sure. they give, they give, because they're giving away some exciting gifts, and it is Pledge Drive Week. Exciting gifts? Tote bags are not exciting. They're not. Neither yeah. are. I don't want an NPR. I heard a local either. NPR person um, trying to explain why the shooting in Florida is another reason why you need to give money to. Oh, that's that's not a nice connection. No. So maybe we don't no. go that route, and we go more of a Ron Burgundy route, and we practice his I'm line Ron to get Burgundy? ready. The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. That's how he preps for. I like. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. We were talking about things that students think of. Like, are there things that you think you say a lot in class that students would say, "Oh, that's Professor Winter. Oh, that's Professor Moore." Yeah, pulling. Yeah, we should have said who we were, by the way. I'm yeah, Scott who are Winter you? From journalism. I'm Amy Papinga from history, and I'm Chris Moore from political science. And because uh, we're missing our fourth person today, uh, this isn't a round table; it's a triangle table. It's a tri table. I'm cool. It's with a that. triptych. A triptych. Ooh. It is a triptych. Yeah. Um, so what do you what do you say that you? So my students would, would say that I dramatically say anything that I want them to learn, and then mm. I stop, and then melodramatically take a drink of coffee, mm. like this. Okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and then that comes in, so Scott they start to worry about it. Right, then I cough on the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And then I say, "Does that make sense?" And then I've had classes in the past track how many, how many times, times I say, say that. So I, I'm this bold, make these bold statements and have no confidence that any of it made any sense, apparently. Mm-hmm. Huh. And that's who I am. That's, it's a pedagogical no, that is. I like strategy. That. Yeah. I start every class. I've tried to start out class by saying something different, but I can't. I start out every class by sort of saying, okay, and then like, let's get it started. And then about five years ago... Some basketball players were like, oh, it just, every time you say that, it reminds us of being on a basketball cart or court, not a cart. And before the game, they play that song, like, let's get it started. Ah, let's get Are it you started. You're one of the black eyed yeah. peas? Maybe. I don't know. And so I think now when I say it, I can't not say it. It's sort of one of those, if I try to say something different, mm-hmm. I trip over my words. Right. And I now even kind of say it like that. Let's get It's like, I can't not do it. So no. a lot of. I listen to a lot of like comedian podcasts because I, I like to learn about how they write, mm. how they write jokes sure. and stuff. And um, I was just listening to one the other the day, the Todd Berry podcast, and, and they're talking about like your first line on stage and how they know within usually one line or two whether they hate that comic, and, and huh. that most audiences do too. And he said if a comic goes up and says, "How's everybody doing?" It's over. It's over. Huh. They're done. And, and so I was thinking about what's what's the professorial, <laughs> how's everybody doing? And I wonder if it's, how was your weekend? Oh. Mm. Yeah, or just how was everybody doing Especially if you ask that today? on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. But see, I think it can be kind of funny. Like, I, I kind of say that. And when you don't, here we are, we're three weeks into the semester. 
I don't really know them yet. Like they don't really feel like mine yet. Mm-hmm. You know, our our vibe, our rapport is still emerging. Yeah. So I'm just very um, self-deprecating. So I right. will say, how's everybody doing? And then no one says anything. And then I just launch right into like, thank you guys for asking me. I'm doing great. That's I mean, like great. today's been a bit of a struggle. Right. But, you know, I'm like, so I... <laughs> Right. You know, try to just, or I say things to them like, okay, people, that was funny. And it's a really good thing that I'm 40 and my self-esteem isn't based on what you say to me. Exactly. And then that like elicits a little bit of a See, laugh. I'm usually mm-hmm. that person on the back end. Okay. Like, okay. like I'll say, look, I understand that this class didn't go really well. But to me, that's mostly on you because I was great. Yeah, I like you know that I mean? too. No, I like it. I think like the self-deprecating or sometimes I'll say like, you know, if I do see someone with, you know, and part of it is a holdout from being a high school teacher. Um, I call out behavior. I don't have a problem with that. Like if your behavior is distracting to the rest of us, like I don't have a problem calling it out. So like one of my favorites is if somebody's like on their phone, like I have no problem being like, Jerry, are you tweeting this? Cause like, I don't give this away for free. Okay. Right, like right. you're paying for this. Something like that. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's a good one. I think Thanks. if you ask them like how their weekend was, it's boring. But if you ask them, how's your taxidermy business doing? Right. You know, and right. you, you, you right. hone in on something that's very specific and probably wrong. Right. Or like, hey, who in here let somebody down this weekend? Because I know I did. And then like raise my hand. Who like came up short on others' expectations right. of you? That would be me. How about who else you? made a bad fashion decision this morning? Wow. <laughs> yeah, goes without saying. Um, and I, you? Do you have like a, I have is there a, like a Chris Moore line? To, 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 uh, the, the opening line? Well, or just something that students the opening say, line oh, to the Chris Moore experience. Someone is doing a Chris Moore um, impression. Yes, and so they are for, of course impressions, going to absolutely. whatever impressions. Absolutely, uh, I talked with my hands a lot, and we yeah. had a student. You and I had, mutually had a student uh, a few years ago. Yeah, you talk who, to your hands. He does. She, I do. Well, you talk, he says you don't say talk, talk with the, them. You no, talk to them. He says talk to the hand, and then he models it for you. Stop. We're talking to his own hands. Did you say talk with your yeah. hands? I talk. And I got to say. and gesticulate quite a bit. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And, and that actually gets to the thing that's maybe my signature, which is I say um and uh a lot. Me too. Aww. But I compensate for saying um and uh a lot by also dropping 50 cent words in between. Yeah, you do. That's a so, political science move. Classic political science. So right. give us give us an example. So I talk, when I talk with my hands, uh, one of the, the student who did impersonations of all of us said that I, I taught like a baker because I would like roll things out. Oh, that's really funny. And I'd funny. roll them out. And I'd roll them out. That and is then I'd funny. bring them back in. And you put them in the oven. Okay, but yeah. what's the 50 cent word that covers your Gesticulate, um, for example. Oh, nice. He uses nice. so many. But we always, in history, we often will, like sometimes if in our meetings somebody drops a 50 cent word, we will always say, oh, okay, what are you what are you from political science? Because that's what they do. <laughs> wow. Nice. Awesome. So another one of my favorites is, like if we've had a good discussion, I like to say, okay, based on what everybody said today, point at the person you'd love to hang out with the most. Oh, now, you, now you can't do that I very like long that. <laughs> because, you know, people are, st- are not looking at who they're pointing at. They're looking at who's pointing at them. Right, so you got to sure. make that quick. Sure. So you have to quickly say, and based on what they said, who do you, are you sure you do not want to hang out with? So then they, they pause and they kind of giggle, fake yeah. giggle. And yeah. they start doing it. And then they say, stop, stop, don't do that. You know. Okay. Right. Sure. Oh, I like sure. that too. 
Yeah. The, the, other said, thing, the other thing I do. Oh, sorry. Oh no, go ahead. No, go ahead. The other thing I do is um, because I I have a quizzing system in my class where I always roll the dice. I love your I quizzing system, really cool. but it's so good that I can't steal it. Oh, nobody can steal it. Yeah. That's what I think makes it. Ex- particularly explain the system, please. So I roll. The, so every. So I have questions that are pre-printed in the syllabus. They're basic questions. What's the main thesis? What's the main? You know, uh, pick a, pick a concept and relate to a current event in the news. Uh, take a couple concepts and, and disagree with them. And um, I just I roll a dice. If it's if it's odd, there's no quiz. If it's even, there's a quiz. If it's if there's a quiz, I roll the dice again to figure what, to determine what the question is. Um, it basically takes the takes the guesswork of figuring out of having them try to guess if I if they think there's going to be a quiz that day because no one knows if there'll be a quiz that day. And you call this the Monte Carlo quiz. It's a Monte Carlo quiz. Right. And I, I, didn't, I didn't come up with this. Right. This was something. This I was something which is from so much uh, more exciting than like the Hinkley. Right. Quizzing or the um, Shakopee or other places. So this is some kind of um, Ohio pedagogical ed psych like textbook maneuver. Uh, Sure, why not? Where did it come from? Well, uh, it was actually from a a Harvard professor. Um, Yes, seventy-five cent word. mm -hmm. Yeah. But the thing that I uh, the thing that it's useful for starting the class is I always start the class with a dice in my hand. And I'm kind of I can you know kind of be like flipping the dice up and down and stuff. And then as soon as I roll the dice and I have I have these metal like depleted uranium dice that are really heavy and loud. And so when I roll them, it like the, the the room stops because everybody wants to know what just happened on that dice. And so that's a nice way of just of, of starting the class too. Yeah, that's the good call to mm-hmm. call everybody it's together. Kind of I've a- gotten to be the guest die roller really? before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is fun and exciting. I felt bad because I believe that day. I think you gave him a quiz. I gave him a quiz. Yeah. Will yeah. there be dice on your tombstone, do you think? Ooh. Ooh. I mean, is it that much of who you are? I don't think so. I don't think. I mean, I don't like walk around like fuzzy dice in my mm-hmm. car. Or yeah. T- you know, but. Have you I'm a, game, I'm a game guy. I like board games. Yeah. Uh, um, I like to think you about do, games. You in the like classroom. games and strategy. We should go that direction, maybe. Yeah. Do you? So, like, do you enjoy the Olympics? I, I do, but I'm not sure if I'm supposed to enjoy the Olympics. I need you. Guys, this is one of the reasons I called you guys here today is to help. Me I wish figure you could out. see. I wish the um, listening audience could see that Scott and I kind of made the exact same facial expression. I, can, I, can, I, can, I consider uh, Scott <laughs> really? and Amy to be wise friends who 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 help me think critically about my life. I couldn't oh. agree with you and, more. Um, yeah. I I've been watching the Olympics casually for the last few days. So, like in your underwear. Yeah. What does that mean um, exactly? With purple Kool Aid. And um, Funyuns. Funyuns. Yeah. Funyuns. Oh, don't you? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I love Funyuns. No, you just need to translate casual. When was the last time you had a bag of Funyuns? Um, on Saturday. Okay, all right. <laughs> she has to drive to New Mexico so sometimes. You, so you, That's yeah. a Funyun ride. <laughs> that is a Funyun ride. It is tied only by my two favorite gas station crappy snacks. Because Which are? Because these are Funyuns and Bugles. Oh, Bugles, Bugles are, are the you. most delicious. Bugles are awesome. Salty snack. Uh, they melt in your mouth. They melt in anything. They, yep. They're delicious. They're, just, they're good with anything. Yeah, they're well-shaped grease. Yep. Ugh. Mm, sorry. Anyway, yeah. just please don't. Don't Funyuns shame. Okay? No, just, I, I think a lot of people... She's the best cook I know. Yeah? Thank you, Scott. That's mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah, and I love... Love me some Funyuns so, okay, and okay. some Bugles. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to throw shade at Funyuns anymore. Okay. But I will say this. Funyuns strike me as the kind of snack... Where a lot of people like the idea of them, but don't actually eat them. You said you had a bag a week ago. Like that's 
Yeah. That's totally legit. Our whole family love, like my yeah. children and my husband, it's Funyuns aren't something we always have, but Funyuns mm. are like a reward. Okay. It's like, we're bringing a bag of Funyuns when we go skiing today, and if nobody gets in a fight, we're, we're having some Funyuns. Funyuns. <laughs> you know, my favorite um, thing at Amy's wedding was that big um, glass dish of pork rinds. Yeah. <laughs> they went first. They did. Uh, let's just, People love them. Let's, let's not... Uh, that's right. Anyway, actually, you're saying Winter Olympics. I actually love yeah. pork rinds. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> and casually. Yeah, casually yes, casual. Uh, Funyuns, bag of Funyuns. Fully clothed. No <laughs> Funyuns. Um, maybe a peach ring. My gas station snack is a peach ring, by the way. Ew. Oh, See? Ew. I'm trying not to be judgy here. Go ahead. <sighs> so you're casually watching. Casually watching. And I'm, I'm wondering, I'm easily swept up in sort of nationalist pageantry. And, and, yeah. And I'm not sure if I'm actually enjoying the I Olympics. I had some moments like that. Yeah. 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 Like um, when, when Sean White wins and then it's like we bust out the American flag and we yeah. jump all around and we wave yeah. our flag, that yeah. makes me kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I kind of struggle a bit with the absence of any sort of humility there. <laughs> I don't know. So but what, what, but what is the proper... Pro- proper posture for the olympics like sean white wins the half pipe and by the way can we just acknowledge like half pipe snowboarding is in the olympics so that americans can win more, win more medals right i think that's it's probably why we have basketball true. in the summer olympics and so americans can win another gold medal that's probably true i think that's clear yeah i'm yeah. sure there was a payoff somewhere and payoffs have a lot to do with why i hate the olympics mm, oh, you hate the olympics and the also what well the main reason is and i think i may have said this to somebody at this table before but That's to okay. me you know the when the, the greatest non muhammad ali moment in sports in my lifetime was the miracle on ice okay. lake placid the yeah. whole deal okay i even knew a family of a player so i thought it, i was connected to it it was amazing right like that's like twins win the world series amazing um, or better. Yeah, definitely better. But wow. I cannot watch Olympics on TV because of the 58 minutes of soft uh, focus features about, you know, your half-pipe um, um, athlete from the U.S. that you don't know or care about. Mm-hmm. But you're who, about to. Yeah, who who is going to snowboard for his nephew's first-grade teacher who um, – Thought for a second that she had lupus, and <laughs> maybe I, like I, a um, maybe like a gluten intolerance. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. She can't tolerate it at all. Well, so I mean, I mean, I, for fifty-eight minutes, I'm sold. Why I should care? Yeah. And if I have to be sold that hard, or more importantly, that softly, I just I'm not gonna care. And we can't help ourselves because we can say with some amount of definitiveness, Sean White is the defining snowboarder of his generation. Right. I mean, this. I mean, there's. He's every bit to his sport what a what a Tiger Woods or a Michael Jordan was to their sports. Mm-hmm. And yet, I couldn't watch him win a gold medal without being reminded that he had a heart defect as a child and had three open heart surgeries as a kid. And it's mm. kind of amazing that he was even here to do this. Mm. Right. I didn't need that. I didn't need that. I mean, that's sort of maybe kind of titillating information, but that's what that's that's the point, right? And I'm not so I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be. I, I, so are we judgmental of people that do like that? I think Chris is crushing me. Is what he's doing. Like that's a real story, and it's interesting. I think Sean White is interesting, but I just can't. I just can't bring myself to two weeks of the pageantry and the advertising, and I I not only feel like like I can't handle all the ads, but I can't handle. The actual event because it feels like mostly I'm being sold stuff. Mm. 
as well. Mm. And you are. And I so mean, like all yeah. throughout yeah. the um, half pipe final, you've got everybody's on their Burton boards. And then the, um, I can't remember the guy's Ben Burton, I think, who is the creator of Burton Snowboards is like right there on the sidelines. This is one of the first to give Sean White a hug. Right. And so. Um, he's, holding, a, he's holding up a QR code for a coupon. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Scan and, this now. And obviously I should look inward, like, like attention span problems and um, <laughs> just, you know, cynicism and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, there is a point where maybe you're watching, say, the Super Bowl or you're watching, you know, couples skating, uh, two people you've never heard of, but now you care about them more than your own children because right. of the story you just watched. But then, a, you know, a Coca-Cola commercial comes on and I just feel like. You know, if if the three of us were watching, I would turn to the two of you and say, "You know that Coca Cola that that sounds really good. We should try that sometime. Yeah, it sounds really nice. Like mm-hmm. this ad worked. And like, I'm, who's out there thinking that? You know what I mean? Like, what's Coca Cola? Yeah, that yeah. sounds really good. Or or they say, um, like the Super Bowl is brought to you by. Um, Visa. Yeah, Visa. And out loud, I want everybody in the room to say, thanks, Visa. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I think that would make the Olympics more fun if we had some traditions like that that are really cynical and mean. Yeah, and just, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. from a, um, a a life stage standpoint, I enjoy that there's something that we're not argue- – like we are watching certain things as a family from 8 to 9 o'clock before everybody goes to bed. People aren't arguing about it. Um, I have fond memories of watching the Olympics growing up. There's a nostalgia aspect there to me sure. because, you know, back in the day, back in, you know, 1984, 85, 86, whatever um, – you had to watch things in real time mm-hmm. and it was sort of like life did in a little bit of a way stop for two weeks. It was, um, what everybody, everybody care about Dan Jansen for a while. Yes. Like that's what everybody was. Um, that's what everybody was talking about at school. So I, I kind of fall a little bit for the unification and the euphoria. And I, I kind of get into so it. So for a the second bit. time, I have to say you're killing me in this argument again, both of you are right. And I'm probably wrong. Cause I agree that I think shared experience is lost in yeah. America. Like, because, because we don't much. all, yeah, there's well, too and we, much. and we all watch stuff on our own time, which is right. one of the big critiques of Olympic coverage in the past yeah. 20 years is that we didn't see things in real time because we can't handle that. Other people live their lives on different time, right, exactly. time schedules. Yeah. Right. Um, but I guess we are seeing a lot more live now yep. and seeing something live in the country, sharing a moment like that. There isn't enough of that. anymore. No. And that's what I think I, um, you know, it was interesting. We, over the weekend with our kids, my, um, sons are nine and 11 and we watched Apollo 13. Mm-hmm. So they had, they, they had awareness of Apollo 13. They have, that has apparently been a part of their, um, like educational social studies experience, which is great because I used to be a social studies teacher and we used to always say the semester, like history gets longer, but the semester never does. So I want to apologize to anyone that I had as a student in my social studies classroom who didn't know that anything happened after 1965. I just want to apologize right, right now because we never got, we never got past that. How did but, that Vietnam War thing yeah, work out? What are, what are you talking about? Yeah. Th- that was a conflict. Um, it became yeah. a war. Civil um, rights act happened and everything was great. And then everything was great since then. No, but, um, but, it was interesting because the, the, the boys were then, they have maybe a stronger kind of memory of um, learning in school about like the Challenger crash, right? And they were like, mom, do you remember? And I said, I do. I mean, I remember be, I was in second grade at the time. I remember the teacher rolling in, the, like we watched it, like we were yeah. watching it, yep. right? Because that was the year that Krista McAuliffe, the teacher, I mean, like we all have been following this 
like the whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what struck me about that and talking to the kids was talking about these like moments of historical memory, everyone's attention very much being sort of like singularly focused. And I agree with you that I feel like we don't have, we don't have enough of that. I mean, I think this last Super Bowl was even sort of an example of where it's like, at least for me personally, these are two teams I don't give a crap about. Um, I don't, um, you know, and, and so, and most people I know didn't. And therefore it was like, meh, you know, um, but yet at the same time, there is a strange, like I think of watching Chloe Kim win um, the other night or even like Sean White and the Sean White, they did, you know, it's, we weren't watching it live, which means it, it, it was sort of edited to be even more dramatic. Um, dramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you get you get kind of caught up in it because it's kind of rare now to have sort of collective, whether they're good or bad or, uh, you know, exciting or tragic. We don't have a whole lot of sort of like collective focus. So I agree with you on all that. My question is like, um, what if it is like say it is a team that you care about? Let's just use the Vikings for instance. Let's say okay. you're a big Vikings fan. Mm-hmm. And you've been tortured all these years, yeah. and the team finally makes it, and it's all that drama. To me, the Olympics don't have any of that. I mean, you followed your country forever, right? Yeah. Like, you're a fan of your country, but you don't know who any of these athletes no, are. I, mean, right. I, I do and agree. Yeah. You remember Sean White because he's been there before, and you know that right. story from 12 years ago or eight years ago. But, right. but all of a sudden, you have to be sold to care. And to me, that's the tough part for me. No, I see that. I mean, you know, because it is. Do I pay any attention to these sports? in the four years in between? No. I mean, was my initial reaction that Sean White was participating? Oh, he's still around. You know, that was my, it was like, Oh, Sean White's still around, you know? So fun fact, he's 31. He's 35. He's 35. One. He's been in the Olympics for 20. Do you guys want me to call Nathan? Um, yeah, Nathan yeah, actually we do. But no, I so, swear he's 35. I'm so, but check that out. while you guys look that up, like <laughs> I would appreciate like, like, Hockey is going to be college hockey, right? In amateurs, sort of. It's it's yeah, it's, it, but it's not really college. People who are not like, NHL, yeah. But yeah. but let's say you've really followed the Gopher hockey team, yeah, sure, and you're really into these guys. Like I understand why you're going to care so much. You know what I mean? I just don't know why. Just I all of a sudden. Sorry, Chris Moore's He's right. thirty-one. I yeah. I can't remember who's thirty-five. Who the other day? Maybe it was. I don't know. There was some, because this is the sad part I'm at, right? Like, there's somebody who was thirty-five. Sorry, I'm just like ruining your thoughts. No, it's fine. And I remember thinking. Oh, I'm so glad I'm only five years older than that person, yeah. which is kind of sad. Anyway, that that athlete for me was Andre Agassi. Like, oh, Andre sure. Agassi, when he came to the forefront of everything, he was my age. And, that and was, you're just that like, was okay, I'm good. As long yeah. as, you know. I'm teaching high school in Mandan, North Dakota, but he's doing that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's still hope for That's me. That's great. I think I might not be Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. there's still. I think there's still one or two um, NBA athletes who are my age. Yeah. And that's, I'm hanging on. Yeah, me, like me, like Tim Duncan just retired. That was my guy. Ouch. Yeah. Mm, yes, I'm sorry, but I interrupted. Vince here Carter, early. maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what I was thinking. Oh, what, not important. I so can you guys, this is about Chloe Kim. And I don't. And again, this has been. This is part of the whole. I'm not sure if I should be liking the Olympics or not. Um, Chloe Kim, 17 year old, won the half pipe. Seems like just this feel good, fun, fresh faced story. And I'm watching in my room in my living room, casually, mm-hmm. right. And she's giving like her post skate or post ski inter post board interview, um, and After she laid it down. And she's when she, she laid it down. She dropped in and laid it down. She dropped in and laid it down. Yep. 
Chris Moore is watching, I'm eating watching. Lady Doritos. Right after I, she I crushed it. I have, is, that, is that a real thing? That's a joke, right? My students were telling me something about that. They were released, released during the Super Bowl. Doritos like, for ladies. It, it, <laughs> might be, it might be fake, and I hope it's fake, because right. then it's really funny. If it's real, it's not funny. Go yeah, ahead. exactly. So you're watching Chloe. And, and like she has this really cute knit hat on. Uh, like it's like a U- Team USA stocking cap. What's that, Marion? What? You... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And I decided, I think my wife needs to own that hat. I'm gonna get it for her for as a present. Like I'm gonna, Aww. I'm gonna Aww. see. Like I'm sure they sell this, and anything these athletes are wearing must be for sale. And I was right. Do you want to hazard a guess of what a knit stocking cap worn by Chloe Kim costs? Who's that? It'll, it'll make it'll make you a Marxist. Who's the Who's the... Ralph Lauren? Oh, okay. For Ralph Lauren, I don't know how. Want to get? So, <laughs> before I answer, uh-huh. what you're saying is, Chloe, saying Chloe on- Kim winning a gold was an ad in itself. Yes, yes, right. Everything's and, a sales pitch. And I'm saying the price of the hat she's wearing will make you a Marxist. And you were it will make you want to rise up against held to two hundred dollars. Uh, you just you just missed it. A buck eighty five. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's the Olympics to me, is yeah. what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and, sure you can buy so Sean White's is, Burton snowboard, too, for um, $5,000. Stacy Moore mm. no. be sporting this cap no. anytime. She has a lot of really nice hats, and the combined <laughs> value of those hats is not $185. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. You know, it's hard. You know, I, I have this attitude about consumerism, but my son owns the, uh, the $600, I don't know, uh, Who's who's the singer or rapper who would have six hundred dollar, twelve hundred dollar shoes out? Kanye. Yeah, they're Kanye shoes. His Kanye shoes. Yeah, nice. and mm-hmm. so now he's thinking about selling them to to pay for a study abroad experience. And so I agree with everything in that sentence. <laughs> right, right. So I never I never heard a sentence I liked better than that. I'm going to sell used Kanyes to pay for, pay for my study abroad my study experience. abroad experience to Oxford. Yep. Yeah. That, so yeah, that's, that's the consumer I created in my house yes. right with there. these attitudes about consumerism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In sports. Yeah. So clearly, if we've learned anything today, it's that I'm the problem. Well, I mean, you said it. Well, I guess we, you yeah. said it. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you learned it today. Yeah. yeah. Can I? Um, I think it it makes us all. I thank you for though creating more open environment by naming it. So that we're more comfortable now talking about it around you. <laughs> right. As, as we said before the podcast, we are the choices we make. We are the choices yeah. that we yeah. make. Can I transition you guys to a lightning round a little bit? Yep. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we're about out of time. A couple, couple quick lightning round questions for All you. Right. Uh, what sport currently in the Olympics should not be in the Olympics? Oh, should not be in yep, the Olympics. Yep, you, you just get to knock one out. Just veto it immediately. Get rid of it. What is it? Well, the common arguments are the ones where you you ski really fast and shoot something, right? No. Oh no, that's wait, wait, no, no, baller. We love Let that. me speak. And then the other one is like the the falling one, like luge, like the one without the sled where you just fall down. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's called falling. Yeah, I don't agree with those takes. I mean, those are the most interesting to yeah. me. So. Yeah, I love skeleton. That thing's cool. Yeah, yeah. Skeleton. skeleton is is called skeleton because that's what's left of you after yeah. you fall. Right. Yeah, and biathlon, I yeah, biathlon's dope. I was I'm like, cool, that's cool like that. what yeah. I would want to do. I had two, I had two brother-in-laws in wheelchairs who always said, "That's my Olympic sport right there." <laughs> biathlon? No, the falling oh, down one. The falling yeah, skeleton. Down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I can't name one. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 here's here's mine. Um, I'm cool with ice dancing. I'm cool with Paris figure skating. Pick one. We don't need both. 
Just pick one. Oh, they're different, though. They're very different. Yeah, I disagree. We just need to have one. You can do all. There, you can no, do you all can't. The, you can they're different. The in both of them. No, you cannot. In pairs <laughs> figure skating, you can you can be separated and you can throw people. Ice dancing has no jumps; it's only lifts. You have to be touching. Like the, I'm sorry, they're very different. That sounds like a really important point that I don't care about. Um, <laughs> for me, it's synchronized golf. What? Um, what? I think they this should get rid of thing. that. <laughs> synchronized golf on the ice. Okay, speed um, run. Bring it on. All right. Next. Next question. Um, if you could compete in one Olympic winter Olympic sport and also compel your nemesis to compete in the same sport and mm. you would beat them, what would you what sport would it be? Like we know we would beat them or yes, we're you're predicting you're that we would you're not beat guaranteed them. to win, win a medal, but you're guaranteed to beat your nemesis. Oh, super G. Oh. Mm. Like that. Yeah. I mean Why I, is it called Super G? Because you're just really fast. Okay. I, I thought that was your nickname in high school. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was more of, well, like <laughs> mediocre G, like good enough G. Mod- modest G. Modest G. If you could guarantee that I would live, it would be whatever yeah, the yeah. biggest ski jump is. Oh, that's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. yeah. I want them yeah. to go through the violence of that with me knowing I'm going to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you? Well, those are those are way better than the ones that I was going to say, but I, um, I, I actually do kind of think the... Um, the biathlon would, be, would biathlon. be pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Would you, as you're moving forward as fast as you can, would you shoot at the same time just to get on camera doing that? <laughs> Wait, say that again? Like, would you, is biathlon the one where you shoot stuff and then you yeah. ski yeah, you somewhere? Ski, you ski, well, you ski to a target. Right. And then, and then you, you stop and, shoot. and you And see, shoot. for me, I would want to like totally James Bond it. You just know, do it on and the you run. Just <laughs> keep going, you know? I, I don't think you have, a, have an automatic weapon. <laughs> yeah, but... I, Okay, my maybe I've said this before in this podcast, but my dream sports moment would be to go to um, a major uh, tennis event, mm-hmm. Wimbledon, Australian, whichever one, probably yeah. French Open, okay, in jeans and a '60s wooden racket, and win the whole thing. Just, right? just show up and do it. Jeans, sandals, yeah, right, yeah, uh, flannel shirt with snap, just yeah, kill everybody, right? And so, yeah, if I could think of an Olympic moment way to do that which to me is kind of what sean white is like that's what i kind of like about him he's still sean white although that was him originally now he's now he's medium of sean yeah he is everything that i don't like about the olympic sean white but but he seemed like that guy you know who would show up in jeans and kick your butt thank you yeah Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay last question guys Mm -hmm. what current what winter activity should be an olympic sport that isn't yet hmm Speed ice fishing? You know, we Ooh. just spent some time together on the broomball rink. Yeah. And I am a little surprised that actually. Can you tell me about this? Can you tell me about what broomball is? Broomball, broomball without the official broomball shoes. Yeah. That would we were be told, a great event. Because we were well, told not we to wear them. We were told we couldn't. And then the Rockstar alumni. Right. And up. Can you really go to an alumni event when you're only one year out of school? I don't think so. It's not really and fair. Play the, that's no. like, that's like being 19 years old and driving through uh, the high school parking lot in your Camaro. Or going to prom. Yeah. 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 But I, I am a little... What's you know, broomball, guys? I like hockey, but... Hockey without using, skates? But without skates. Which was cool when it was done with actual brooms you brought from home. Yeah, you like brought a broom from home, I yeah, think, Yeah, but originally. now it's like... Like, it's like every sport in America, we've... You know, professionalized it. Yeah, we professionalized yeah. it. We made it really expensive with expensive sticks, which, oh my gosh, and I think I still shoes. have the Provost stick in my car. 
The wow. I think she had a couple. A yeah. Oh, she owned a couple. Yeah. She had a couple of broom balls. Uh, she, she going home at night and like just doing target practice. She loves broom balls. There was a physics professor on our team who had five pair of broom ball specific shoes. Yeah. And I didn't know. Is it like a? I didn't know broom ball specific shoes existed until earlier in the day. Yeah. When he learned, is it like a golfer with a caddy? Like, well, this is like these are my ten degree shoes. These are my twenty degree shoes. Yeah. It was. It was not clear to us. But when we showed up, we did not have shoes. We were under the impression we could not be wearing special broom ball shoes. When it was determined we could, I've never seen anyone move so fast. He literally just ran and then sort of leapt over the side, the the wall surrounding Mm -hmm. the rink because he had his broom ball shoes in the car. I mean, he was. I mean, thank goodness. Yeah. He was thank giving goodness. It to everybody on our team who had similarly feet, sized feet, smaller than size thirteen. Yeah. He was amazing. So, mm. I have to run, but I have to say, I have to admit one thing. Yes. Um, as of this moment, and I agreed to be on this podcast, and I knew at the topic that the topic was going to mostly be about Winter Olympics. Yeah. I don't know where the Winter Olympics are being held. <sighs> and I, and. In my cynicism, I've tried to hold on to that, like, and not yeah. find out. Yeah. Kind of like a movie everybody's watching and telling yes. you to go to, right. and you right. wait a certain amount of time. Right. You, like, who is Kaiser Soze? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And right. so I've tried to hold on to that, and feel free to spoil it for me right no, now. No, I, I feel like I'd make it. Yeah, we don't I, want I don't to be the, the ones to, to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why you're my Somewhere friends. on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, friends. That's cold. Right. This has been. Uh, this We're actually where we've manufactured cold because it's better for film. You make good podcasts, man. Uh, well, you've been listening to a live from AC Second podcast. Uh, we'll be back with some more content uh, next week. Thanks for listening, and go Royals.